My dream for as long as I can remember has been to become a pro mixer, like Chris Lord Algae, Eric Valentine, and so many more. I'd wake up inspired to practice mix after mix on my quest to becoming one of them, only to play back my mixes time and time again and have to admit to myself, they sounded like absolute garbage. I dreaded the idea that I'd have to accept that I may never achieve my dream. But before I gave up on my dream, I decided to study my favorite mixers to find what they were doing that I wasn't. What I discovered surprised me. Pros have some tricks up their sleeves that they use in their mixing, and by the end of this video, you'll know the same tricks that will change your mixes overnight and you won't have to experience the dread of almost giving up on your dream like I did. First pro on this list is Manny Mariquin, who has worked with artists like Blink-182 all the way to Post Malone. Manny also has the most Grammys out of any one of the pros on this list and a signature line of plugins from Waves. He's been one of the best mixers for nearly two decades with no signs of slowing down. And just like every artist learns from their producer and every producer learns from their artist, mixers also learn from the artists they're mixing. In an interview on Pensado's Place, Manny spoke about working on Burn It Down from a little band called Lee Lincoln Park. One of Lincoln Park's vocalists, Mike Shinoda, gave him a piece of production insight that Manny has since incorporated into his mixing. It's such a simple technique with a tool we're already using. In the interview, Manny spoke about how Mike was using filters over certain sections of the song to make them sound tamed. The filters would get bypassed by the time the chorus, bridge, or pre-chorus hit on whatever instrument it was on for a full spectrum sound. Just remove enough top end and low end so you still get the effect of an entire spectrum. Then when the chorus hits, automate the EQ to turn off. The full spectrum of music will hit the listener more than it did before, which gives perceived epicness and depth. Andrew Sheps is another accomplished mixer who has worked with artists like Green Day and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Andrew's won a few Grammys and has his own line of plugins with Waves as well. In an interview I watched many years ago, Andrew gave insight to a really amazing trick that I personally always wondered how mixers achieved it. In the interview, Andrew says he uses D-verb to create an endless reverb decay. This never-ending decay acts as a way to help transition from one part of the song to the next. Next time you have a vocal coming out of a bridge or perhaps the ending of a chorus, max out the decay of your reverb and automate it to fade away as the new section of the song begins. You can also add an EQ to spice up the impression that the decay is fading into the background of the mix. You know this song from Shrek we all love? Some. The producer and mixer behind artists like Smash Mouth, Queens of the Stone Age, and so many more is none other than Eric Valentine. His attention to detail creates natural organic nuances within his productions that all sound imperfectly perfect. Is that even a phrase? One of the tricks that hooks listeners isn't going to have your head spinning. The payoff is a subtle ear candy that the listener can't help but rock out to just like the party scene in Shrek. In one of the YouTube videos on Papa Valentine's channel, he talks about how adding emphasis on the downbeat of the kick drum on each measure just by a few dB will give a perceived impact of the groove moving forward. This is such a brilliant move and will have listeners magically dancing to the tracks you mix like you put a spell on them just like in Hocus Pocus. I put a spell on I mean, is there anything more addicting than when a song makes you want to rock your head to the groove of the track? Yeah, didn't think so. Chris Lord Algae is regarded as the lord of the mix. I mean, he gave you this mix. And this one. No, God! Kidding, I know a lot of people wish the second one never existed, but I couldn't pass on the joke. Anyways, Chris Lord Algae or CLA is pretty much the gold standard of mixers, just like Coca-Cola is the standard of soda pretty much everywhere. CLA has his plugins with waves, his own monitors, heck, CLA even has his own brand of workout supplements. You got me. The workout supplements aren't his, but when it comes to mix gains, CLA can outbench everyone. One of the things I picked up from my search was a mix walkthrough where he said something so subtly, I think most people wouldn't have picked up on it. Since applying this technique, it has drastically changed the quality of my mixes. CLA is mentioned in this video, if an effect isn't doing something, EQ it and make it do something. This is such a powerful way to use the tools we already have. I know so many of my students will throw a reverb, a delay, or some other effect on a parallel bus, and then the effect starts drowning out other elements of the mix. 
effects. By EQing the gunk out, you can have the effect sitting better in the production, or maybe you're not getting enough excitement from the effect, add some top end. Use EQ to add excitement and clarity to your effects. It's that simple. This next one intimidates so many beginner and even experienced mixers. Everyone always asks when this technique should be applied and how much of it to apply. And the answer is always the unsatisfactory, Depends. I first heard of this technique from the Lord of the Mix himself. I was watching an interview where he said he rides the faders until the part of the mix is right. And by riding the faders on the console is how he's able to get his mixes done quickly. I had no idea what riding the faders meant. I mean, he was on a console, I was on an iMac. Then I came to find out he was referring to automation. And once I heard the word automation, it seemed every producer and mixer would always say how something was done by automating it. And it's actually one of the most powerful tricks pros use to hook listeners. Automating allows for sections of the song to flow in and out smoothly, like waves in an ocean. However, there is no guide on how to automate. It just comes down to feeling what is emotionally correct for the song. Maybe the guitars need to come down a bit for a few bars. Maybe the vocal needs less reverb and delay. Listen back and if something isn't moving you the way you want it to move the listener, automate it. Automating won't cost you a penny and it is a skill that will have artists and most importantly, their fans loving the songs and having them on repeat. And these are all great techniques to apply to your own productions, but are completely worthless unless you develop the right habits that will enhance your mixing. And you'll wanna watch this video right here where I give you insight on some more things pros are doing that most mixers aren't.